Welcome back to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast. I am really excited for this week's episode. It is actually a recording from the master series that I am doing um, live for five days on all the platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, you got it, but primarily LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, go uh, watch the video there. But it's a five-part series, five days, and it's all about not just recession-proofing your business, but actually building an agile business, building agility into your business so that no matter how you get knocked down with any impact that's happening, whether it's an economic downturn or you're struggling to find employees or you know how you can build agility into your business so that you can get back up, lean in to what's happening, and continue to move forward. So I'm doing this for the next five days. So if you, like I said, if you want to join me live um, and watch the video, um, you can hop on over to LinkedIn or Facebook, or you can just hear the recordings here. But yesterday I did the first session and it was all about talking about what does it really mean to build agility into your business? And there's actually three parts to it um, that you start with and we're going to dig into each one of those parts over the next five days. So I wanted to bring this to you um, for all of my listeners because I really feel that it is so, so super. It's a topic that we need to talk about right now. You've heard me talk about it on the podcast before, um, not just recession-proofing your business because in my mind, when we recession-proof our business, it's only for a period of time and people look at it that way. Um, And it's easy to, once things get better, we let go of the things that we were doing. But when we build an agile business, we build it for the long term. But we also look at it differently from a different perspective, Um, more from a growth perspective versus a, we need to protect, we need to, um, you know, more of a scarcity perspective. Because when we start talking about recession, People get afraid. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, you know, like I've talked about before, people want to cut really, they want to cut the important expenses um, and they like pull back and they contract. And we are in a contracted economy right now. And it doesn't mean the end of the world. I mean, the money's still there. People are just spending it differently. And if we lean into this and really listen to the market and we make Um, graceful pivots, as I talk about in this episode, um, we are going to come out the other side super, super successful. And we're going to build a stronger foundation so that no matter what impact comes into our business, we are able to thrive. So I'm going to let you listen. Um, Let me know in the comments what was most helpful to you. And I also wanted to remind you, if you love this episode, Um, I would love, love, love if you left me a review. Apple reviews um, and ratings play into the algorithm um, in Apple, and really pretty much everything is algorithm-based these days. But um, the more reviews we have, the more ratings we have, the higher we are shown in the results, and more people can learn from this show. So I would love, love, love if you could leave me a review but also let me know what was your favorite part of this episode. And I'm going to be bringing you more from this five-part series that we're doing 
all about not just recession proofing, but building agility into our business. So I'm going to let you listen and I will see you here at the end of the show. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining me for this first of five this week, Master Series, all about building an agile business. And the reason I wanted to do this is because of all the conversations I've I've had with people lately um, and everything that I've been talking about that has to do with building more agility into your business. And the thing is, is that we cannot predict what is happening. Like we have no control over things that impact our life or things that impact our business. And as we have the changes that have been happening over the past couple of years, it has been more important to build an agile business or build agility into your business than ever before. And a lot of people think that what's happening right now is going to end up um, shutting their doors or costing them a lot and um, you know, just really adding more chaos into the already, you know, what we just came through over the past couple of years with the pandemic. And the truth is, is that it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be frustrating. It doesn't have to be um, something that is going to contract your business it can actually be something that can expand your business. So years ago, I studied martial arts and I studied martial arts. I studied Taekwondo for 16 years. And one of the biggest things that we learned to do or that you learn to do um, when you're training and when you are studying in the martial arts is being able to assess a situation very quickly, all right, especially if you're sparring, but being able to assess the situation very quickly and find the gaps, find the space, create a strategy, and then execute very quickly and be able to pivot and shift as quickly and smoothly as possible. So as we're talking about this concept of building an agile business over the next five days, we're going to be talking a lot about, I mean, people talk about doing, you know, making pivot, like pivoting in their business. And a lot of times it has that connotation of being a very hard pivot or a fierce pivot or a very, you know, like chop and pivot where I'm going to be talking more about pivoting gracefully. Okay. And giving yourself that space to make the decisions that are going to help your business, not hinder it. You know, a lot of times um, people, when situations like this, when challenges or struggles come up, people tend to, because it's human nature, people tend to make decisions that are very um, rapid. They make decisions based on fear, that knee-jerk decision. And can't figure out why things don't go the way that they want them to go. So we're going to talk a lot about how you can make better decisions in your business that will make your business more agile. So when we talk about 
an agile business. Just kind of not reading a definition from the book or anything. But an agile business has the ability to be flexible and be agile with leadership, processes, um, with finances, with systems, with products, and be able to respond to any changes that are happening in the market very quickly, but also very gracefully. Now, just because your business is an, is, has agility in it, not all businesses do it gracefully. Um, in fact, I've been in businesses, I've worked in businesses where when they had to make a pivot, it was very harsh. It was very final. It was very like just shift and run. And that doesn't always work the way that we want it to work. So again, an agile business is a business that can make decisions quickly, but also make decisions you know, to respond to any changes that are happening or any market, any impacts that are happening with the business, um, but also be able to make them gracefully. And here's the thing. Right now, we have all these things that are happening. We just came out of the pandemic. We just opened up businesses. We just, I mean, people are talking about, you know, the, um, the hybrid work day, working from home some days, working in the office some days. I mean, there's all kinds of changes that are happening just that impact our life, impact our business. And the thing is, is that as we are flowing through these times, we can't really predict what impact is going to happen. Back in 2015, I couldn't predict that what was going to impact my life was going to change my life forever, which was my husband being diagnosed with cancer. And then shortly after that, shutting down or thinking about shutting down my first business because my business partner was diagnosed with cancer as well in early 2016. So we don't have control over things that happen. We can't predict it. We don't know, you know, what's going to happen from day to day. But what we can do or what we can take control over is how we react to things, how we <clears throat> set stuff up, not from the standpoint of should an emergency happen, but from the standpoint of how can we lean in to whatever is happening, whether it's good times, bad times, whatever. How can we lean in so that we can elevate ourselves, we can elevate our team, we can elevate our business, and we can elevate our life. Many times when stuff starts to happen, employees leave, business is down because costs are up, you know, think a pandemic happens. You know, many times when these events occur, we think to ourselves, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my business? And then from there, we start to make decisions based on fear, based on scarcity, based on the circumstances that are happening. But the truth is, is that right now, right now, we are experiencing something that for people who choose to lean in so that they can elevate their business, their teams themselves, those are the people that are going to 
come through this and thrive. And those are the people that are going to have that agility built into their business. Those are the people that are able to see beyond whatever circumstance is happening right now. In 2015, when my husband was diagnosed with cancer, we were sitting celebrating our anniversary, our wedding anniversary, at on an island in the Caribbean where we got married, enjoying a beautiful sunset, warm outside, enjoying a drink, our favorite drink with our favorite people, our, these two bartenders who we got to know at our favorite beach bar, looking out at the ocean and just enjoying life and thinking about, oh, two years, like we were married for two years. And we were together for 13 prior to that, but that's another story. But married for two years. And then what ends up happening? Within a split second, he receives a phone call saying that all of the things that he had just experienced were now leading to a cancer diagnosis. And I apologize for my dog barking. Um, (laughs) It's real life, right? You cannot predict what happens. You can absolutely not predict what's going to happen when you're live. So back to my story. So we didn't know that in a split second, things were going to change, that he was going to receive a cancer diagnosis. And I was going to end up having to shut down my business. And my business partner was going to receive a cancer diagnosis. But instead of sitting in that space of, I'm getting knocked down. I'm going to give up. Why is this happening to me? Instead of that, we chose, and I pull this from my martial arts training, from the years of being in Taekwondo and learning how to pivot and learning how to assess a situation and then create a plan. I pulled from that, and that's exactly what we did to get through those periods to get through the cancer diagnoses, to get through the closing of the store, to get through all of the challenges that kept coming our way. But also because taking that time to say, okay, what is happening right now? What do we need to do? And how are we going to get through this? Using that same thinking, that same perspective is how I've been able to help many local businesses and small businesses to assess what's happening in their business, to figure out what they need to do next when they have experienced challenges, when they have have seen an extreme downturn in their business and they're not really sure if they want to continue, when the pandemic happened, when they've had a bunch of people that have, have left and they're having trouble replacing them. Instead of giving up, instead of getting knocked down and staying down, we were able to get back up, get them back up, figure out what was next and build that agility into the business so that no matter what impact was happening, they could pivot gracefully and continue to move forward. Because here's the thing, when there is friction, when there is any type of friction or any type of contraction, the only thing that can happen next is 
some form of opportunity and expansion. It's just the way that things work. In in martial arts, in Taekwondo, um, because it was Korean, we studied Amin Yum, which is the positive and the negative, the blue and the red. The, you know, and it always has to stay in balance, yin and yang. Okay. So from friction comes opportunity, comes innovation. You know, during the Great Depression, that was when we had social security, infrastructure was built. During the Spanish flu, many innovations came out during that. There has been countless examples during our history on this planet that from any type of contraction or any type of friction, expansion has happened. Opportunity has happened. And that's exactly what can happen today. If you choose to think agile, agile. (laughs) if you choose to focus on building agility into your business and not just functioning in chaos and continuing to do the same old, same old and running from uncertainty, what we need to do is lean into uncertainty to find the path forward. And as a small business, as a local business, and I've said this many times over, we have a big, big opportunity with this because we have the ability to be agile and pivot gracefully very quickly. During my studying, my training in Taekwondo, one of the things when I would spar these big guys, and I was, I'm only five feet tall, barely. And I would say to my grandmaster, I would be like, how am I going to, how am I going to beat them? They're, they're huge. And he said, because you're small, you're small and you're agile and you can move quicker. You can pivot quicker than somebody who's really big and, and, and tall or big. You can duck in and out. You can weave in and out and you can find the opportunities. You can find the gaps. And it's the same thing with small businesses. You have the ability to pivot gracefully and see, assess the situation and see what's happening and listen to the market and respond to the market faster than a lot of the bigger competitors that may be in your space. And I've seen it time and time again. So let's talk about, there's three things when we're talking about that we're going to talk about this week, but three things that we want to make sure that when you are building agility into your business and when you're building an agile business, there's three things that you want to have so that you can adapt quickly. Okay. You can duck in and out of those big, those big guys. All right. You can adapt quickly. You can listen to the market and you can continue to thrive no matter what is coming your way. And you hear a lot about like recession-proof, recession-proof, recession-proof. And yes, while I understand it, I also believe because I've done it myself, I've seen it myself, I've helped other people to do it. We don't want to just say, let's recession-proof your business. Instead, we want to look at it from let's build an agile business. Because when we have an agile business, when we have agility in our business, we are able to see beyond what is happening right now so that we can make sure that we have the right 
things in place and we know if we need to pivot and we can pivot very gracefully. So a lot of business consultants and business experts are talking about recession proofing. And again, while I think that's great and I believe in those things, I believe in building an emergency fund. I believe in cutting your expenses. I believe in all of that. And that's part of building an agile business. But I don't believe what I teach is that we don't just do it for a specific period. We want to do it so that we have longevity and we have, and we set our business up, our people up, ourselves up for a successful future. Again, we can't predict what comes through. We can't predict what's going to happen in our life or in our business. And there are lots, if, if you are on this and you are a business owner, there are lots of ups and downs that happen in business. It's just that way. And that's okay because that's part of, that's part of your admission to being, to your admission cost to being an entrepreneur is that uncertainty, those ups and downs. But as I said in the beginning of this episode, is that it's how we respond to it. It's how we look at things. Instead of saying, why is this happening to me? We look at and say, what is this enabling me to do? What can I do with what's happening right now? How can I make things better? So there's three things that we want to build into our business or that will make an agile business an agile business. So the first one is, is stability. And that's when we can find the gaps and find the opportunities. That's when we can find, we can assess what's happening so we can figure out where those gaps are, where those opportunities are, what direction we need to go. The second thing is to build sustainability into our business. And that's where we can, once we understand where the gaps are, and a lot of people don't want to look at where the gaps are. They only want to look what's working. And it was funny because I read something a little while, several years ago, about how they look at all of the failures. They have a whole department that looks at all of the failures and says, okay, how can we make this into something that's going to work? How can we innovate whatever this idea was, and make it work. And it can be the same thing for you. When we take that time to figure out, okay, what's working, what's not working? When we're honest about it and we take responsibility for what's happening, we're able to see a clearer idea of what's next. So the second thing, as I said, is sustainability. And sustainability is when we look at it and we say, okay, we understand where the gaps were, you know, we're missing out on things and things that we need to lean more into. When we have sustainability, we build sustainability. That's when we are able to start building diversity into our business. Diversity in people, diversity in experiences, diversity in products, diversity in processes. That's when we're able to say, okay, this is what we do well. How can we do it even better? And when we do that, when we're constantly looking for feedback and looking for what do we do really well and how can we do it even better? That's when we will have that longevity in our business. That's when we will have that sustainability to say, okay, we are not going to stay stuck in what we've always done. And believe me, I have worked with many business owners who have said, well, this is the way we've always done it. 
my answer to them is, well, how has that worked for you so far, considering this isn't working right now? Okay. Just because you've done it the same way for years doesn't mean you're going to continue to do it that way. Because I don't know about you, but I don't look the same way that I did or act the same way that I did or, you know, know as much as I did. I know more now than I did, you know, three weeks ago or two weeks ago or a week ago because I'm constantly evolving. My business is constantly evolving and you need to constantly evolve in what you're doing. So the third thing is scalability. So what do I mean by that? When, in order to scale your business, the two things that you need are really good processes, standard operating processes, any, for any problem that you have in your business, a process for it. And people, people, good people on your team, but also people that you have connected with and collaborated with. When we have good connections and we build relationships, we focus on relationships, that's how we are able to build scalability into our business. And when we have scalability into our business, built into our business, that's how we're able to expand, but also at the same time, we can do less. And when I say do less, that's where we have the right processes. We have the right people. We have the right things in place. We have the right connections and collaborations so that us as business owners, as leaders, we can pull back a little and we can focus on what's next. What do we need to do next? What do we need to do to continue to move the needle in our business? I have a client who we were talking about this last week and we were talking about the plans and the structure and what's, you know, what's happening now and about how he needs to come out of that day-to-day operations thing and empower people to take those responsibilities on so that he can focus on the needle movers. He can focus on the needle movers that are going to move the needle right now, but also continue to move it in the future. Because again, we're not planning for what's happening now. That's planning and circumstance. We need to pay attention to it, but we also need to say, okay, let's look ahead a little bit. And if we want to go here, if we want to be here, what do we need to do today to get here? And if you're in the weeds, if you're in the day-to-day operations and you're not focused on that vision, that bigger plan, you're going to stay stuck in the weeds. So you need to have that scalability in mind to say to yourself, we want to get to X. And how can we get to X? What partners do we need? What programs do we need? What people do we need? What processes do we need in place so that we have that scalability built into our business? So those three things, stability, sustainability, and scalability. In order to get those three things, stability is from being able to assess the gaps and the opportunities so you can start to create a strategy. The sustainability is how we then start to execute it. And we start to say, okay, what do we do really, really well? 
And how can we build diversity? Diversity is the key to innovation. It is the key to building a healthy, wealthy business. Diversity, again, in people, in experiences, in backgrounds, in processes, in products, in relationships. That is how we are able to innovate. And then number three is scalability. So how can we partner with people? How can we empower our people to have the right team in place and the right processes in place so that we can grow and move through and pivot during challenges or even move through and grow during times of prosperity, prosperity and abundance? So when the three things come together, we learn to take responsibility. We learn to take responsibility for what's happening in our business. Not because you know, if somebody's not doing their job, you take responsibility for them, but you take responsibility for where the business is going and how you're getting there. Number two, again, we build diversity into our business. We build diversity that allows us to move forward faster. And we also build innovation into our business. So over the course of the next four days, we're going to break these things down. We're going to break these things down and focus on how you can start putting some action into place to start building a more agile business, a business that allows you to read the market, understand what's happening, to meet your customers where they are, and to also make sure that you have a strong foundation in your business that allows you to get through whatever knocks you down, to get back up and to continue to fight for your dreams and fight for your business. And I don't mean fight. I mean, like, just really put the right plans in place and really make sure that you're focused on the right things. So again, over the course of the next four days, we're going to break these down even further. But I would love to hear from you every day. If you know, what was most helpful, just in the comments below, if you can tell me what was most helpful. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer live, I am more than happy to. Um, I get lots of questions after my live broadcasts, so I try and include them, you know, in the broadcast. But I would love to hear from you what was most helpful. And I look forward to seeing you here in the next four days. Like I said, we are going to break down each one of these things, stability, sustainability, and scalability in your business so that you can be more agile. So until tomorrow, same time, join me back here live. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you soon. All right, don't forget, let me know what was most helpful so that, and if you have any questions so I can answer them um, throughout the week. All right, take care. Bye for now. Hey there, it's Teresa and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on 
whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast, I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get, you know, five stars, it, it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review and also tell me what you love. Tell me what you, what you want to hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.